Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One Kiss Means Forever! This is the podcast where you might think that you're dull and lifeless, but in fact, all you need to do is get drunk, and then you're the life of the party! Woo! <laughs> We're talking about our favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find all over TV streamingdom, um, but today we have a old hallmark for you. Yeah, we're we're going back in time to finish out our uh, wedding extravaganza, you know, section of of time uh, <laughs> because after this week uh, it's Christmas in July, which yeah. obviously we're going to do Christmas in July, um, and so we'll get off this kick. I think we haven't actually decided what we're doing, so maybe I'm maybe an old married lady. So yeah, wedding bride Christmas movies. That's that's always a possibility. Those <laughs> don't exist, Hannah. Wedding bride movies for Christmas? Never, never. Even though we absolutely talk about one in our last episode. <laughs> uh, but today we are talking about a movie that aired October twentieth. 2012 this movie is quite old <laughs> quite old um especially for these uh, types of movies and it is called i think usually it's called i married who but sometimes it's also called always a bride so you know i like i married who better it sounds like a dumb tv movie which is what this is so yeah and also i mean like i get the always a bride Thing, but like she's not <laughs> she's not always a bride she just happened to be a bride more than once anyway tell us about it hannah what does right. hallmark so this, have to say this is the novel that hallmark gives you about this movie straight laced jordan is about to marry her perfect match peter a clean-cut ambitious attorney before she walks down the aisle jordan and our best friends claire and jessica head to vegas for a bachelorette party determined to get jordan to loosen up claire steals the girls to the hottest nightclub for a few drinks and some fun because what happens in vegas stays in vegas right but when Jordan wakes up the next morning, unable to recall the night before, she panics when she finds she's in movie star Matt's hotel suite with a gigantic diamond on her finger and a marriage certificate lying nearby. Before Jordan can have the marriage annulled and put this nightmare behind her, the impromptu wedding explodes into a publicity stunt fueled by Matt's manager, Eric, to promote his latest movie. With her wedding day approaching, Jordan finds herself more confused than ever when she starts falling in love with the movie star she's married to instead of the fiancé she thought was her perfect match. And it stars Kelly Barton and Ethan Erickson. Well, here we go. Let's, let's jump into our synopsis of this bonkers bananas flick. Jordan Grady, played by Kelly Martin, is weeks away from marrying her fiancé, Peter. Which means, of course, it is time for the bachelorette party. Woo! And her two friends are taking her to Vegas, baby. Peter is concerned, as he doesn't like it when Jordan is irresponsible or unplanned. But she assures him, I won't drink in Vegas. 
And she says she has a full itinerary, which begs the question, did she plan her own bachelorette party? And if she did, why is it in Vegas where there will be absolutely drinking? Anyway, um, her friends are not Peter fans and don't like how uptight he makes Jordan. But they do not pressure her too hard to drink. But uh, they are sure going to. So Jordan orders a virgin pina colada and her friend Claire gets the extra rum version. And well, surprise, surprise, the waitress mixes up which is which. And apparently these sh- these are such sugar laden drinks, they can't tell the difference. <laughs> I mean, come on. Can you taste rum? I can taste rum usually. I can totally taste rum. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan wakes up in a strange hotel room, and out of the bedroom strides Matt Swift, a huge movie star played by Ethan Erickson. Think Ryan Reynolds pre-Deadpool, where we all kind of loved him, but also his movies kind of sucked and didn't do very well, and Hollywood was like, we don't know what to do with this pretty person that we like, but we can't figure it out. So he's like (laughs) in that. Uh, (laughs) Love it. And anyway, turns out they met the previous night, got super wasted, at least Jordan blacked out, which I also have major concerns about, uh, and they got married. Things could not be worse for Jordan, as not only did she break her promise to Peter, sort of, uh, but now she's legally married to the wrong man. Matt is kind of taking this in stride and is pretty blasé about the whole thing um, and about getting an annulment, which calms Jordan down a bit to be like, I guess he knows what he's doing, which I have questions, but that's fine. Yeah. Back at home, Jordan tries to hide this truth from Peter, but there was a photo of the whole thing, and now the gossip rags are having a field day with the idea of playboy Matt Swift getting secretly married. They find Jordan and camp outside her house and her work, forcing her not only to take an early honeymoon vacation, but also to confess to Peter, who does not take it well at all. He's kind of a D-I-C-K about it. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of? Most definitely. (laughs) So Matt's new movie has gotten a lot of interest since the news of his marriage got out. So his manager decides to hold off on the annulment until after the release. It's good for Matt. Uh, You know, Jordan's life be damned. You know, she should be grateful that she gets to have fame on his tailcoat or whatever. Be grateful. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But unsurprisingly... Uh, she's not. She's stressed and angry and ready to take matters into her own hands. The only problem is she doesn't have Matt's number. She just have his, has his manager's number. And clearly, he's a sleazebag with no morality. So Jordan does what she has to and goes to the premiere of Matt's movie in order to talk to him. <laughs> it's just It's so easy, right? Just sneak up at a premiere, talk to a major movie star. Anyway, at the premiere, Matt does see and recognize her and has her come in to see the movie with him. Uh, This only sparks more interest in their relationship. But when they talk, he says he's doing what he can to get the annulment to go through, though he's also being kept mostly in the dark by his manager. And turns out Matt's actually kind of a nice guy. 
He also tries to get her to let go and relax, basically be the person that Peter is trying to bury. (laughs) And Jordan kind of likes who she is with him. But whatever, they still need that annulment. (laughs) After about a week, Jordan is beyond frustrated. She calls the manager because she still has not gotten Matt's direct number and is told to come to set the following week. She does, and Matt finds her as like an asset because she's she's a truth teller. She's she she tells him what she sees, not what he wants to hear. She's a straight shooter. Yes. Uh, she actually thinks he has talent, but his manager's movie choices are not helping, nor are the people around him telling him everything he does is great. And, you know, Matt is finding this perspective, like, really refreshing and useful. And Jordan is still planning to marry Peter, but Peter keeps getting angrier and angrier. He even fakes his way onto the studio lot to punch Matt in the face. <laughs> And everyone keeps calling it a shiner. And I'm like, what is this little shop? Sorry. (laughs) He is in some kind of like gangster movie when it happens. But nobody else is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Peter does not like that Jordan and Matt are continually continuously hanging out or that the annulment isn't finalized. And then he decides that he no longer trusts Jordan at all. But, you know, did he ever? Um, and Peter calls off the wedding. So now the annulment urgency is gone. So Matt realizes that his manager hasn't even started the annulment process uh, and is just a bad dude. So he fires him and gets the whole thing taken care of. I don't really know how, but I'm not worried about it. So after they're no longer married, he invites Jordan to get away from all the paparazzi and join him at his parents' house for the weekend. And they have a great time. Matt's parents really like her. And after jumping fully clothed into the pool, because this is a Hallmark movie and we are definitely not taking off shirts or showing underwear (laughs) for an impromptu swimming lesson, they kiss. And so because he was fired, the manager decides to hurt Matt back and calls Jordan to tell her that Matt knew about him withholding the annulment. So Jordan is back to being hurt and sad that her life blew up over an accidental piña colada. And she won't talk to Matt, even though he keeps trying. Eventually, he says... I'll leave you alone if you really want. He doesn't say it like that, but kind of. You may as well have. (laughs) (laughs) But the next day, flowers arrive from Claire's new boyfriend. Matt is going to make the movie he wrote, which Jordan passed on for him. You know, she gets flowers for like, thank you for doing that. And then Claire gets the whole big thing of like, I love you flowers, but whatever. Uh, And Jordan realizes that Matt, really is a good guy with a good heart. So she rushes out of the house to go find him and tell him she loves him because the girl still has not gotten his fucking phone number. (laughs) When she (laughs) arrives at the studio lot, they won't let her on because she's not on the list and they're still dealing with the whole Peter arrived and punched the star thing and like everybody's hesitant. So she has to sneak on to the lot but is caught. Luckily, that's when Matt shows up and says she's on the permanent list. They kiss, and since one kiss means forever, we see them get married in their bright minds with family and friends present. But still in Vegas. But still in Vegas. (laughs) (sighs) 
<laughs> All right. I have I have a lot of things to talk about. I am so excited. I have a few things that I wrote down, but mostly I was just like, what is going on in this whole movie? <laughs> so question, had you seen this before? No, this was my first time. Okay. Because I had seen it once and I had a vague recollection of what, of like the basic outline of this movie, mm-hmm. but it is way more bananas than I remembered. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's something yeah um so i'm i just i'm just gonna start i'm really concerned about jordan like genuinely concerned because about the, which part <laughs> well there's a lot to be concerned about it's true but she posits based on what she says that when she drinks she seems to Blackout, possibly relatively instantly. Yeah. Change personalities and make terrible decisions. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I have definitely been in that situation more times than I care to admit. However, it does not happen instantaneously. (laughs) After one pina colada. I think that's the part that like really worries me is that she had yes that was a big drink but it wasn't that That big big of a drink and it was full of sugar oh sure like (laughs) i'm sure she probably was hydrating she had some water next to her and also i'm also concerned about claire because presumably because claire is the most hungover Considering she did not, she's the one that got the virgin pina colada. I assume she continued to drink a lot after that. So I'm assuming that so did Jordan, but she doesn't remember drink getting more drinks. And that is worrisome too. <laughs> like, what? I, I mean, it's really like I'm genuinely concerned because also this, she says that this happens when she drinks. So this means that she... This has happened before that Mm. she has had one drink and blacked out this hard. Then I would have said to my friends, if they loved me, hey, ladies, I don't mind having a bottle of wine with you guys, but it's going to be at home because I think we're in our 30s at this point. (laughs) Oh, um, so, okay. She's the first one to get married. They have this little conversation. And I was like, oh, She just looks too old to be the first person to get married. Right. Uh, I did the math. She, in this movie, I I don't know how the character is, but Kelly Martin is 37. Yeah. So she she is my age now. I'm pretty sure her character is at least that old, or if not, she's at least 30, because she says that she and Peter have been together for eight years. I know. Eight years. I have that note, too. Um, Okay. But I, so I just, I want to stick on a little bit of this drinking thing because, okay, first of all, I'm like really upset that everybody keeps telling her she made this mistake. Right. Because I don't think she did. No, she did not. It, I mean, granted, the server, I, I'm also worried about the server because the server has a memory of a goldfish. 
<laughs> sometimes it's sometimes you forget, like you do. It, that's happened to me before. Uh, yeah, but then you, then you say, "Shit, I forgot which one is which," and you have the one who wanted the rum drink both. Yeah. Well, there you go. It wasn't. Well, we wouldn't fix. have this story. You're right. Um, but anyway, the thing is, the only thing Jordan did was drink the drink that the waitress told her was hers. It yeah. turned out it wasn't, and she blacked out completely and doesn't remember doing any of the things that she would not have done had she not done it. So, the fact that everyone is so mad and blaming her is really upsetting to me. I no agree. one seems to be ma- blaming Matt for this. I also don't know if he was drunk at all. I can't tell. I mean, you kind of assume he was, because otherwise, like, but. Yeah, I assume <laughs> he was. I, I would. So I, yeah, I'm angry. I'm angry at everybody's shaming for this thing that she obviously didn't intend. Her body had a chemical reaction to alcohol that was not conscious, you know, con- or conscientious or whatever. Like, it's not her fault. She didn't choose to get super drunk. Maybe she continued when the party happened. But whatever. Also, if, but if, if her the- friends are around her and her friends are not taking care of her and her friends are excited with the fact that she got married to this guy and this guy got married to her. And so there's a lot more people involved in this situation than just Jordan. But Jordan is getting super shamed for... I, I mean, I guess practically getting roofied. Like, she wasn't roofied, but it feels like that same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, my notes say, her friends suck balls. And then the next one is, Peter sucks too. And her mom sucks. Her mom sucks. <laughs> like, everybody sucks in this movie. Like, there, she's surrounded herself with terrible people. <laughs> I mean, if 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 this were, if this were... A, a, a real life, a Katie life. Like, let's say we, you and I went to Vegas and I ran into Elijah Wood and Elijah Wood and I somehow decide to get married on before I get married to Billy. I think everybody involved would think that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think we would let you get pretty far just yeah. because that would be funny. But then somebody would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do the legal stuff. Right. Don't sign papers. Also, I thought there was something in Vegas where, like, you can't be so drunk. No, you're you... right. You are you can't get a tattoo and you can't get married. Yeah. Right. Like, you're not – like, there, there's supposed to be safeguards in place for, for such things. But this is a movie. I know. I know. Um, and then on top of everything else, this movie spends a long time basically – arguing that drinking makes someone fun and not drinking makes them boring and terrible. I think you're right. And I, you know, as somebody who likes to drink on occasion, I find that incredibly problematic. I agree with this. And I like to drink on many occasions, but I also... It has been actual like therapeutic work that I have done to realize that I am still awesome whether I have a drink or not. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, there was just – I have a lot of issues with all of these things. Though I think that like there's that, there's that one scene later in the movie where they're on a – it's the air hockey date. I don't think they're drinking, but they're definitely 
acting silly. And I think that that's like her – I don't – I wouldn't say that they're drunk or necessarily drinking, but she's definitely like having fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're – they were told to be – to to act and be stoned without any substance. <laughs> um, like they are eating like stoned right. people. Um her one track mind with the corn dogs blew my mind. I was like, you just hid from the paparazzi behind a garbage can. And then the first thing you said is corn dog. <laughs> like, what are you smoking? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I recognize that they didn't do any drugs on this movie, but that is a high woman. Like nobody, <laughs> like, um, it just made me really uncomfortable. All this, like, she's not. You know, even the, like, her friends being like, we don't like Peter at this stage. Like, if they've, okay, let's, let's we can return to this eight years thing. <laughs> so they've been together for eight years, which is crazy pants. How is this a Hallmark movie? Um, they don't do that in Hallmark movies. Um, but whatever. So they've been together for eight years. Her friends clearly have not liked him the whole time. And I think they've been saying it the whole time, which Mm -hmm. is sort of one of those things where it's like at some point you're like, I've said my piece and I need to shut up about it. They're getting married. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could be with somebody for like the long term that all of my friends were like, we don't like them. I understand. And I don't think I would either. Like, there must be something about me or about him that is wrong right now. But, you know, it's sort of like like the, the movie we talked about, The Destination Wedding, where he was like, I don't like your sister. Like, that's sort of deal-breaker-y territory. Yeah. Whereas, like, if, if you're like, my friends don't like them, like, at all, and, like, over eight years haven't gotten past that. Yeah. And haven't Some seen the flags. side the side of him that I'm a p I claim to be in love with. Like that's a problem. Um, I agree. So there's that. Um they don't live together, which is, you know, of course they don't. But he treats her like a child. Mm-hmm. And it's so awful. You know, his he is constantly checking up on her. He's constantly, you know, like worried that she's gonna do a bad thing. Like, you know, like that she's gonna be naughty, but like not in a sexy way. Right. That whole scene with like the with she brings over sheets and towels and things like rubbed me such the wrong way where she was like here where i'm ingratiating my home life into your home life because i'm supposed to live here and he's like great now we have mismatched towels and and sheets and you're like almost like he didn't think they would ever actually live together once they get married well, he's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's weird because this movie, you know, it's a Hallmark movie. There is no cohabitation, including when people are married. <laughs> 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 the married people never live together. 
Jordan and Matt never live together and they're married. That we see. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not talking about the like post, but like, right. like while they are married, they're not living together. Oh, but they didn't mean to get married. I know. Of course they I know. In together. But, but it's just one of those things where it's like, huh. Okay. Also, it's really weird to me that, I mean, I get that this was like, you know, you can't do this in a movie because it's a Hallmark movie, but the idea that they would have gotten married and not slept together that drunk is bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. I actually had that in one of my notes. I was like, if this were Katie, they would have absolutely had sex. But I mean, I'm glad that they didn't because she was blackout drunk. But then, yeah. like, you got married still, though. <laughs> like, I, I, not only did I like that they didn't go there because I was like, oh, this Matt guy, not an asshole, <laughs> yeah. not a predator, <laughs> um, right? But, I, but still, it did yeah. not, it did not ring true at the same time. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Do you have any other big things that you want to talk about? Um, just a couple. Cool. Um, first of all, they kept calling her Jordy, and I thought I was going to lose my mind because I was like, Jordy is terrible. <laughs> it makes me think of that other pig movie that wasn't Babe. Called that was Gordy. Gordy. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, I I had a Jordy in my like elementary school class. It was very much a boy because I didn't know Jordan could be a girl's name until I was older. Yeah, and it's so it, it like even now, like I would like it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I, like because I've run into that person a few times as an adult and I'm like I can't do it you have to go back to like you must be Jordan now because I certainly don't think you call yourself Jordy because that's it's bad (laughs) (laughs) so at two points in this movie they talk about money in a way that even in 2012 I was like are you sure that's the number that you want to go with because (laughs) The first thing is that her mom says, like, you can't cancel the wedding. Your dad has already put down $4,300. What? <laughs> like, That's nothing. You're right. And I was like, uh-huh. And? Like, and? in, like, non-refundable deposits. And it's like, okay. Right. <laughs> like, like it, it, so? you know, it just felt like even even 11 years ago. That's funny. I didn't catch that. Um, I was like, what, what? And then the second time was they were hoping, uh, like they wanted a good box office, like opening weekend. And they were really excited when it hit $32 million. And that feels like pennies. (laughs) And I know that. Well, I mean, we're used to like Marvel movies now, you know, right? This was like a small little. What did your research say? So I it it, it was not giving me we, the opening weekend numbers, but things that opened in 2012 were things like The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, 
Hunger Games. Oh. <laughs> like, we're not talking about not being in that world. Um, That's true. You know, there's there's a Twilight. There's a Spider Man. There's a Madagascar. Harry like, Potter. And yeah, Spider-Man. they're they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. So this thirty-two million dollar opening weekend that opens in the number one spot for what looked a lot like Police Academy to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to do a double take. I'm like, is I'm not convinced that's not Steve Gutenberg in that trailer. Um, but it just felt like that doesn't strike me as correct. <laughs> yeah. I never, I didn't catch any of those. So I'm really glad that you brought them up. <laughs> uh, so those are the, that's kind of, that's where I was at. My biggest what the fuck, well, besides the fact that like, there's a lot of like, I love how you put it in the synopsis, like, she never has his fucking number. And, like, they seem to just be stalking each other at all times. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, I, 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 I don't know why I felt this way. Maybe I was hungry when I watched this and I've been eating like a trash panda ever since the wedding. But there was so much eating in this movie. A lot of eating in this movie. There was a lot of eating and not just the corn dogs, but like there was Chinese and then there was pizza and then there was like family dinners. Like she almost always had food in her mouth. (laughs) And I was like, am I just starving or does this happen more than I think? (laughs) There was a lot of uh, food in it. That's true. I don't know. I also, like I also was really worried for her when she jumped into the pool. Um, yeah, cause because she's, she's told us she can't swim. Is that well, why? not only that, but she also jumps in feet first into an end of the pool. She doesn't know how deep it is. And it's like, clearly so, not very deep because she walks out of it. Well, I, well she, when she jumps in, it's feet first and she goes underneath. Like, her, like she does go all the way under. But I'm not sure I'd be convinced, A, that a person who can't swim would jump in like that. And she could have broken her ankles if she had jumped in at like the three foot part. <laughs> like it would have yes. really been bad. I don't remember. Was she wearing shoes? Because I, I don't think, think so. he takes his shoes off. But I, I, like, I think she had it was, the, it was the kind of thing where I was like, you also are just making this so much harder on yourself by wearing clothes, like because this is supposed to be a swimming lesson. Like that yeah, was that was actually stupid. part of my swimming lessons was like, okay, today we're doing like clothes. Like, what happens if you're in the water in your clothes? What do you do? Can you get out of your clothes? Can you use them as flotation devices? I've never forgotten how to use pants as flotation devices. It was oh, actually very fun. Cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can make a live vest out of a pair of jeans, as long as they're not ripped jeans. That won't work. <laughs> Swimming lessons with Auntie Hannah. In my pool. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, it was just a, it was a very, yeah, it was, it was worrisome because she did, she did jump in on, in the, uh, at least in the middle of the pool. It could not have been more than four feet. No, so I was worried that she would have broken yeah. her legs. <laughs> yeah. I, I also have a lot of questions about the rich white woman who doesn't know how to swim but lives in Los Angeles. 
but I feel yeah. you. I feel you with that. <laughs> we should get into Hallmark Hallmarks. Okay, let's do it. I don't have that many. Me neither. Okay. That makes me feel better. I thought I might have been missing something. Okay. So my first one is she's boring and predictable and everything is planned so nothing can ever go wrong. Yeah. The bad fiance is a corporate fuddy-duddy. <laughs> she's not fun with the fiance but is with the other guy. Totally. But you know what? She is so not interested in that gorgeous famous dude that's over there. <laughs> Uh, we have no cohabitating, which we've talked about, even though they're technically married and they slept in different rooms. Yeah. Um, we have the mother planning a lot of the wedding. Though she didn't want to be. No. Begrudgingly passive aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm out. Oh, I have a couple more. Okay, go. Um Eating Chinese out of the carton. Oh, yeah. Um, going to visit his parents to learn more about him. Wanting to go swimming completely unprepared. And finally, um, a public declaration of their true feelings, as he did on that interview. Oh, right. That was upsetting. Yes, <laughs> I yes, forgot about was. the interview already. Uh, I didn't <laughs> like it. Um. I did not have any pretty parades. I had an anti. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, so her wedding dress when she does marry Matt for real. I don't know about most of the dress, but the part that you see is like chest up and it's a one shoulder like where the shoulder is just like tool and it's got mm -hmm. this little flower thing on it and I hated it's it. Spiky ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just it's bad. Just don't do that bit. The rest of it would have been fine. You didn't. That's <laughs> right. You didn't. But nobody else should it either. So I agree. Um, across the universe. I said that this was the original. I like the person you are in my head and not the person you are. Oh, I like it. And you we've know, been talking about that a lot. Yeah. And and I would say that this is both for Peter and for Matt because Matt also is like, where's that girl? Where, where's the girl that I married kind of a lot of the time? You're right. That was cringy. Um, I said that this was sort of like Notting Hill um, where, you know, she obviously was in, get, you know, involved, a civilian involved with a movie star, including the part where they invite her to set and have her listen to a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. They just needed horse and hound. Yes, they didn't have any horse and hound. He didn't, she did, well, I suppose she could have said she's from Horse and Hound magazine, but everybody already knew who she was. That's true. Um, new and noteworthy? I only have one and it's kind of weird. Um, okay. There was one point, there was one point because I watch things on subtitles, I can, you know, hear things that you might be missed or see things, read things that you can't hear. Um, but there was one paparazzo that said, come on, Matt, smile. And that sort of made me happy because usually that's only reserved for women. And yeah, so it made me true. happy, but also cringy yeah. that that's something that um, was said at all, but to a man. Yeah. So um, Mine was that there, the answer was yes to the question, is it worth throwing away what we had together? 
<laughs> I liked I appreciated that it was, yes. Even though yeah. it was like the fact that she was even asking that question, I'm like, when you're I'm like, girl, you are out of this relationship. You yeah. have an out. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. Stop trying. But- I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm also upset that he is the one that broke it off of in the yeah. end. Where I'm like, no, you should have done this yourself and been like, no, you're right. Like, I don't, you know, everything in me is telling me I don't want to be with you. And she just held on to that for the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. Did you have a sporting shout out? Vivian. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes. Vivian is the secretary to the evil manager. And I just, she was just, I mean, that actress is having the fucking time of her life being this like incompetent, you know, but also hysterical sidekick like evil so, henchman so <laughs> i don't know if you recognized her but that actress is vicky lewis who was on a tv show called news radio and she oh, played basically that. that same role but a little bit like sexier younger i i loved news radio um dave foley phil hartman john lovitz it was it was such a good show and so she was on it for a really long time she's also the voice of the um of the the fish in find the Finding Nemo tank that is with her friend with I'm Deb and this is my sister Flo or whatever it is. Hi, hi, how are you? And that's her. Um, okay. So her name is Vicky Lewis and she is a comedian extraordinaire. So it's no surprise why she was so perfect in this because I it took me a second to recognize her and then I went holy shit that's Vicky Lewis. Um, but. Yeah, she's having the best time. She's so funny. She's just like she really saves this movie, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, watch it for Vivian for sure. <laughs> yeah, because because there was nobody else that I liked enough that I could even remotely put in that category. Did you have I one? Mean, n- th- no, Vivian was mine. Okay, like I wrote I wrote her down for sure because like. I couldn't – well, A, I couldn't not because I loved news radio so much, but also she was the best part of this movie. I feel like Claire wanted to be, but she annoyed me so much that I couldn't. <laughs> so. Claire Claire wanted to be, and there was a period of time where I was like, is she? And then she would do something and I'd be like, well, fuck you, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt this, I kind of felt the same way. Like, so. it, you know, as we talked about earlier, she's a bad friend. Yes. She's a bad friend. And also, I would have been so annoyed if my best friend was like, I scored a date on my own with this really hot guy. You have to come with me. Come with me on my first date because I don't know how to talk. And I'm like, girl, no. Right. right. That the, It was so weird because also it felt like the date was between the, the guy and Jordan because Jordan was the one doing all the date question stuff and maybe that's what claire meant but also girl yeah like not you flirted cool. with him on your own you got him it's fine yeah right yeah how how can you be a flirt but also can't date i mean they're different I, but they're they're just just flirt the whole time you'll be fine i agree let's get into some kiss meter okay so we have three kisses in this movie 
there were three kisses, but I lumped the last two together oh, into one because they kind of go bam, bam, bam. They do. Um, um, I did not, and I will will okay. get to why. So, okay, the, the pool kiss. I gave the pool kiss a four. Okay. Um, because I was still concerned about her ankles jumping into that pool. Um, no, I wasn't. But like the, it, I felt like it was set up to be really romantic. I love me a good pool kiss, but it the kiss itself was sort of awkward and short and like a really bad middle school kiss. Um, I also felt like they might have been cold. <laughs> Um, so I gave it a four. How about you? I was a little nicer. I gave it a five, but I agree that it was sh- very short. Um, and, but I decided that it could get a five because I didn't feel actively uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Wow, our like really neutral. <laughs> what a barometer we've set for ourselves. <laughs> All right. What about the movie lot kiss? Um. I gave it a 6.75. I I felt like the kiss was fine enough. It could have been a seven, but I docked it for points because of the cheesy countdown (laughs) and the fact that I still wasn't entirely sure why they liked each other and if their lives were like, could be okay. Like, are they okay? I don't know. (laughs) She had handcuffs on. They're all behaving like crazy people. (laughs) She has no job. <laughs> so, no, I don't yeah. think she was fired. I think she does have her job. and it, She did go yeah. back to work. Did she? I can't, I can't remember. I don't know. It was like, weird. I don't know. I would say that she was she was struggling. Bitch was struggling. <laughs> okay. So that one I gave a four. Because <laughs> it was starting to veer onto uncomfortable territory to me. Okay. It was also very short and tight-lipped. Like, I felt like these people were, like, just literally pressing mouths together. Mm. Um, But, you know, it wasn't, like, the worst one I've ever seen. So that's where I went for. I then did do the wedding kiss. Okay. And I gave it a 5.2 because, as I said in my notes... Clearly the best kiss in the movie, but also bad, <laughs> but, but still bad. I feel like to my memory, the wedding kiss was the most. And now the script says we kiss and now we turn and walk down the aisle. Yay. Yeah. Like, I mean, it like, like it, but it just, it felt like the, they connected in a way that I was like, oh, look, they're kissing. They're actually kissing each other. But also, I will agree, it felt very performative. All right. Hannah, <laughs> would you again watch this movie? Personally, no. I can see why this would have been fun in 2012 and, like, people would have really liked it. And I think it has failed the test of time. Mm. I I don't think it has aged well. Fair. How about you? I I said pretty much yeah. Um. Well, yeah, the same way as you. No, I would not watch this movie. Um. I said meh 
I think it could be cute, but I am confused as to the motivations for either of them. And honestly, I was a little bored by the end. I also feel like her character was all over the place in a way that gave me anxiety. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But I also wasn't sure because I did have some streaming issues with this one. um, So I wasn't sure if that was helping my Mm -hmm. poor opinion of this movie or not. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I feel like I, I like Kelly Martin a lot. I think she's cute. I, I do think she's a good actor. So I think whatever this movie could have been she, or it probably could have been worse with that with if she wasn't in the lead, um, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I yeah. think I think there's there are versions of this movie that are significantly worse. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, there, it's just like it, it. I just think it's. It doesn't stand up to 2023 standards of like, you know, like just the way we see social interactions. Like it's a little. Yeah, I agree. So thanks, everybody, for uh, going on this wackadoo journey with us. Um, Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. One kiss means forever. We're the one and the four are numerals. We try to live tweet the new homework movies whenever we can. Yes. And if you would like to email us for any reason whatsoever, you can email us at one kiss means forever at gmail.com. And that is all spelled out as you see on our logo. And thank you, as always, to Flint Pastures for our intro-outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, And we have a coffee link. And rate and review us. So, yeah. All the stuff. Yeah. Give Uh, us your love. And we'll see you for Christmas. We'll see you for Christmas in July. What? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. I did think to myself at some point yesterday, I'm like, oh, now the wedding is over. What else do I have to look forward to? I wish it was Christmas soon. (laughs) And then I realized it's almost July. I went, oh, yay. (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right. We'll see you folks later. Bye. Bye.